0: Because when we have an interview, we love gifting our interviewees. Yeah, with, with a, a copy, with a copy, so they can do with it what they want. And if you're in Bedford and you missed the interview with
1: Jane McKeon, you might want to go back and, and catch that. She is one of what
0: thirteen? Yeah, running. Yeah. For, for seven seats, I think Bedford right?
1: Town Council.
0: Yeah, yikes! Sharp lady, I liked her. Yeah. Se- seems like she Very wants common to, sense. Wants lady. to make a difference. Com- so, well, yeah, you, you already know you worked in government. Common sense doesn't seem to play well there. Yeah, well,
1: if there's enough of us, though, (laughs) well, this is true. (laughs) There's got to be. If there's enough of you, they got to listen. Yeah, you know, and I I have I've experienced that firsthand, no doubt.
2: Life 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 hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam.
1: So, if you're looking for a way to open up that beverage. Yeah. And you don't have a can opener mm-hmm. nearby. How many times is that? And you don't want to
0: break a nail.
1: Well, or more than that, I mean I'm talking about like a beer cap oh, or a, that kind, or a yeah. cap on a soda that you gotta you know pop off. Do you know you can use your iPhone, iPad, or MacBooks Power Brick to open it up? What? You can look here. Watch it.
0: Blah bam. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you get in a bind... And you've got it with you, you might want to give it a go because okay. it'll work. If you're going on a run and you don't have room in your pocket for your keys, mm-hmm. your best friend could have you covered. Try just looking on his leash. Yeah. Tethering it to his collar.
0: Yeah. That's a good idea. Make that jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: Be like Christmas. I like with it. My key. Of course, ring.
1: I will say occasionally when I'm looking for, for life hacks, mm-hmm. I get some that are really silly. Yeah. Like, wearing your hoodie back for backwards so uh you have a more efficient popcorn delivery system <laughs> i mean come on too far although huh. i will tell you i can see my kids doing that yeah they're like got the hoodie in the front right. and yeah yeah they're loading up it up like a little
0: feeding trough wow that's what they're doing. Jeez. But then, how do you keep your hands warm? You have to, it's like you're being arrested. You put your hands well, in the holes. And <laughs> behind I don't you. know
1: that those those butter stains would come out well, if you have butter on there. So <laughs> that could be a did, problem. Wait, okay,
0: question. Yeah. Did you pop your Jiffy Pop yet? We have not.
1: I, I'm waiting I, for the right moment. I did, but I screwed it up. Oh, no. I, so here's the thing mm-hmm. when you do it, yeah because i might have to i may need to get another one i mean because i was able to taste some of it but you didn't get the whole experience right you need to like pop that little um cardboard piece out mm-hmm. and you've got to leave everything else clamped in really really good ah. so that the so it, so it stays thing. in yes okay and i right. and i messed that up i pulled the stuff back to get the thing out right. and i messed that up okay so don't Learn from my mistakes. Okay, I will. You know who's not learning from their mistakes? Who? That'd be the uh, GOP in the speaker <laughs> vote. We don't seem to be learning squat no, about we aren't.
0: that. No, it's unfortunate.
1: Um, uh, uh, Jim Jordan says he's going to hold a third round.
0: Yeah, he lost two, right? From the first one to the second one. Yep.
1: Said we're going to keep going. All House Democrats and twenty-two Republicans voted against Jordan's bid for speaker on Wednesday two more gop lawmakers then voted against jordan on tuesday
0: you know i'd forgotten that jordan was part of the tea party movement when he first got in that's why i liked him and 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 some of the people don't like that aspect of jim i mean he is pretty upfront about trump being president he really hasn't
1: proven himself at this point come on jim jordan
0: he gets things done He's, I, he's, I had
1: somebody ask me, they're political, and, and he said, do you think we're going to get Jim Jordan in? And I said, I don't. yeah I would love to get him in there, but I don't. I think they've made such a mess of this
0: whole Just, thing. Here's my thing. You're going to have to re-vote for another speaker when the, when the Democrats win the Congress back anyways. Right. Cause and cause I think they're going like to win that's it. That's where we're headed. I, I think that's where we're headed. Yeah, because so, y'all are
1: making idiots.
0: Let Jim Jordan... Run it. Do what he can. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Some of his allies uh, are saying, don't lose faith. Right. Jordan loses a few votes on the second ballot. I'm committed to voting as many times as we have to do to get him elected as speaker. Right. Uh, That's Jeff Duckin. But you know what the
0: definition of insanity is?
1: Doing the same thing over, expecting a different result. How long can we possibly do this?
0: Honestly, if his numbers decrease this go around I'm thinking it's time to go, Jim. I'm sorry, because if you can't turn it around in three votes, you know these these backdoor meetings are taking place, right? And they're not they're not persuading enough people. I mean, there's nobody in the leadership of of the Republican Party. That can pick up the phone because you got Mitch McConnell, which he's not very liked, and and he's had no. some brain freezes himself. Oh here my lately. word, he is in a bad you way. Know? So there's nobody there, and I'm sorry. As much as you might like Donald Trump, he's not the guy that can pick up the phone and twist these people's arms because they probably don't like Trump either. They, yeah, that may be why they're not voting for Jim because Jim Jordan is a pro-Trump. Says we need him back in the White House. And and, he when, and words. when I
1: say that, that's why I think trump is not the man for the job now that's why
0: right it's not that i don't like
1: trump's policies i I did
0: he just can't build a consensus um it's just he's too dividing of a character yeah that's that's what my concern is right exactly
1: second round of voting you had um so mccarthy Mm -hmm. and and they'll now we've got new people
0: oh,
3: they're coming vote, in. They're voting now, for Now we've even, got,
1: now it's even more divided than right. it was the first time. Last time we had four people that it was divided by. Right, right. Now we've got McCarthy, who we've had before. Right. Brian Donalds of uh, Florida. Yeah, I Who's ever heard of no, him? I don't, I have a, Tom Emer of Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Lee Zeldin. We've heard of him yeah, before. Yeah. Scalise. Yeah. Mike Garcia.
0: No, don't know him.
1: Um, Candace Miller.
0: Don't Don't know her.
1: John bon- Boner.
0: Right. Don't know.
1: Um, Kay Granger. Nope. We're up to nine now. Jeez. Bruce Westerman, nope. 10.
0: hmm
1: 10. Yeah. So they actually did better in the first round yeah. than the second round. They're what? even worse
0: mm-hmm. now. Yeah.
1: Now they're voting and dividing that up between 10 people, mm-hmm. not four people. Right. That is so embarrassing.
0: Well, Joe's going to save the day. He's speaking tonight to the nation. Dear God, he's going to talk and tell us about his his rich trip to, um, yeah, to Israel, and how um, you know he's going to help save the Middle East now, along with Ukraine. Of course, we're going to pay for it. Well, no, we're not even going to pay for it. Our children and grandchildren are going to pay for it, and they're our great-grandchildren are going to be paying for the monies that we're spending right now right hand over fist two trillion dollars and and you got janet janet crazy yelling i'm gonna yell here she goes over treasury lady saying we can handle two wars right now she is delusional if anybody knows how bad off we are She knows. Right. And she's going around everywhere saying, well, we can handle two major wars
1: at one time. Look at the emperor's outfit. It's gorgeous.
0: I mean, she is Mm
1: -hmm. nuts. Right. She's nuts. Yeah, But
0: that's our government. That seems to be where we are.
1: Mm. Uh, We had a a text in from a listener who had a a life hack. We were talking about the the MacBook. You know, using that to open up your beverage. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said, we used to open drinks and beer bottles with a pickup door latch. Yeah. Before. I've never seen that. We've, we've, you can you do You can it, do that back in the day.
0: You can do it with a hammer, with the claw part, if you do it correctly. Or Without can, breaking. Or you things? can break the bottle if you don't do it right. Right. And then I've got friends over the years that they knew how to just hit the. I was
1: just going to, I was getting ready to go there.
0: Especially when the metal edge band, they knew how to make it
1: if, pop off. If I had. One bucket list thing that right. like a silly bucket list thing, right? I would love to be able to just kind of saunter into right. a room and take a <laughs> beverage. And go goes, boom, yeah, right on the counter, but no, I look like an idiot. going. Right. A of mine. <laughs> You're breaking not, my countertop, <laughs> not cool. I'm not cool with it at all, right? But yeah, I've seen people do that, yeah, and thought, yeah, you look pretty cool, yeah.
0: And then they came up with a twist top,
1: <sighs> unless it was like a soda and then it like burst out all top all over because they should. Well, it Well,
0: like a Coke, right. yeah, because it just doesn't take a whole lot to get that thing to start foaming at right. the mouth like a Democrat.
1: No Coke and a <laughs> smile with that experience, that's for sure. Got to go to break. Yeah. We yeah, will be back. It.
0: Good enough. It is 8.16 uh, here on a Thursday. Matt Ferguson and his crew showing up from Lynchburg's Finest. We'll have them on around
2: 8.36. You found the right choice. Yeah. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam on the Virginia Talk Radio Network.
0: Wait a minute. Is that the media? Could that be their theme song? Yeah. At least some of those? Right. BBC having a little bit of trouble, huh?
1: BBC is having a lot of trouble right now. Um, they're being criticized pretty pretty heavily. Uh, of course, uh, reporting on a war is not easy. No, it's r- not. Regardless, it's not. Um, but they're really getting beat up on some decisions that they've made. I don't know that this is one of them. Uh, but uh, the BBC, which is paid for yeah, with tax money, it is a government run. It's like NPR news agency. Yeah, here took six of its Arabic journalists off the air mm-hmm. while it investigated whether they posted anti-Israeli messages on Twitter. The six were accused of breaking journalist impartiality rules by tweeting or liking posts supporting the terrorist of Hamas who started the conflict with the coordinated attacks on southern Israel. The posts have been described. Now, this is, this is crazy. The post has been described as comparing Hamas to freedom fighters oh. and describing the attacks as, quote, the morning of hope. It sounds wow. like something some of the squad, would, the, morning the morning of morning hope. The morning of hope. When yeah.
0: people were coming out of the sky, killing right. innocent Disgusting. concert people and wow babies. Babies, right.
1: Information on the employee status couldn't be found on the BBC's website. But a a spokesperson quoted from the news outlet says, we're urgently investigating the matter. We take allegations of breaches of our editorial and social media guidelines with the utmost seriousness. And if and when we find breaches, we will act, including taking disciplinary action. Hmm. Meanwhile, BBC has also made the decision not to call Hamas terrorist. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It started by noting uh, from government ministers, newspaper columnists, orient, uh, ordinary people. Uh, Simpson wrote why the BBC prefers calling the criminals militants. Militants, really? Yeah. Did you see what they did? Yeah. To the babies. Mm-hmm. Did you? Do Do you realize that they hide rockets in hospitals and churches and schools? Terrorism is a loaded word, <laughs> sure, which people use. Uh, about an outfit they disprove of morally, it's simply not the BBC's job to tell people who to support and who to condemn. Mm -hmm. Who are the good guys and who are the bad? I'm sorry. That is ridiculous. I'm sorry. So let me me ask ask you this, Mark. Do, Do you think when the BBC was covering World War II, do you think for a second that they didn't make it extremely clear... Right, who the enemy was
0: and they were blasting well, the hell out of britain
1: we're not calling we know that we're you know we're going through the the blitz but we're not going to call hitler a bad guy no because that's not our job
0: no it's not
1: not our job you, figure it, you when you're, figure it out you figure it out if know, you're not dead when your you neighborhood, figure that out
0: when your neighborhood gets annihilated that's ridiculous it but is. it's
1: so expected mm-hmm. of our whole culture now sure sure uh, at least the U.S. State Department isn't mixing words. Uh, Hamas has been a terrorist group since ninety-seven. Yeah. So yeah. Well, at, that's... at least we have that. Yeah. Going for us, of course, we have people in Congress that would probably go with oh, the freedom my God. fighter.
0: Well, I, I've never. you heard they're uh, calling the squad now the the jihad squad? There you go. Yeah.
1: That's perfect. Don't know who came up with that, but you can come sit by me.
0: You're on the morning <laughs> jam. Good morning. Hello. Okay. Did we lose you?
1: All right. We did. Yes, we did. Okay. Uh, Homicide rates are dropping in some major U.S. cities. That's good news. They've uh, dropped an average of 5% in 40 of the biggest American cities, but an uptick in uh, murders still plague parts of the U.S. Okay. The cities with the biggest homicide rate problems compared 40 of the largest cities based on per capita homicides in 2023 versus 2022 and 2021. Homicides are more than just data. It uh, results in families losing loved ones. They take it very seriously, explained Frank LaPierre. Uh, Baltimore police described the killing of LaPierre's daughter, Mm -hmm. brutally killed by Jason Billingsley. We have less prosecutions Less appropriate punishment when people are arrested, said a sergeant with the National Police Association. When you don't have enough police officers, proactive policing becomes difficult. Sure. Because you're just going 911 call and you're not able to get those targeted patrols where they need to be. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm shocked, honestly,
0: that it's gone down. It's not. I, well, I want to be careful. We better go to the call. You're on the morning jam. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. I was gonna say, how can we even call it law enforcement anymore? I know it's there's, there's no law, hands, but and, there. and it can't be enforced because they like won't you let said, them. They yeah. won't let them.
4: No, it's it's criminal coddling now. Like, right. Well, that's yeah, exactly. The CC. Yeah.
0: Ice so what's cream on your mind? A hug? Yeah, ice cream
4: and a hug. Well, you know, the the problem with our with CNN, MSNBC, and BBC is they're anti-Semitic at their core. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're having a hard time keeping that concealed. True. That's why they can't call Hamas for what it is. Now, I wonder, I heard your comments about World War II and Hitler and all that. I wonder, did their tune change at all when they found out that Hitler was exterminating Jews? <laughs>
0: That's a good question. I mean, if you follow I mean, Mark... they
4: were like, oh my goodness, he's doing what we want them to do. So, you know.
0: If you follow Mark, Mark Levin, he's made a, a really good case how the New York Times was complicit back in the day. Hmm. And they're still complicit when it comes to Jew-hating.
4: Crazy. Oh, yeah. I and mean, there was a clip I saw. Um, I don't necessarily know who it was. I mean, the guy was a Middle Eastern um, descent, and he was um, – there was – that. I believe it was MSNBC was talking about Trump when he was saying that Hamas was smart.
3: Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. you know, and then the guy Stupid. goes, what
4: do you think about her? Trump calling Hamas smart? And the guy goes – Well, they are. They got $6 billion out of Biden, who's dumb. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, but let's face it, you don't have to be so smart to to trick Biden out of money. I mean, at this point.
4: Yeah, his argument was just because somebody acknowledges somebody's intelligence doesn't mean they agree with what they're doing.
0: Right. And they tried to tie that to Trump because he's a Nazi. My biggest problem, my
1: biggest problem with that whole interview was his comments on Netanyahu. I thought that was completely uncalled for and just made him look like a small person. I just well, didn't like it.
4: They're clearly not on the same team, right. if I can quote Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't know we I were mean, playing a
0: football game.
4: Exactly. Like, the guy literally said, yeah, your guys are playing a game, and it was the other team.
0: Yeah, oh, my word. I mean,
4: and y- did you notice
0: that the president totally didn't dis- disavow the... The fact that Hamas was the one that shot the rocket that went awry, that hit the hospital. I mean, he, he mentioned it. Sort of. But, yeah. it, but yeah. it, you know, there's still a lot of people that uh, believe that that's not the case. Damn, my leaving, yeah, I mean, Leaving accor- room according for doubt. To
4: Biden, according to Biden, it was an incomplete pass.
0: Right, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. You
4: know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> love if you, it. If you look at it, uh, a scene, then it's an incomplete pass. I you know? love it,
1: but I hate um, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. And then I heard today that possibly uh, some of our weapons that we donated to Ukraine is, yep. uh, was sold on the black market and is making its way into the hands of Hamas. Just uh, waiting. Huh.
1: We've been waiting for that story. Mm. We we said sounds
4: that. Sounds a lot like, sounds a lot like Libya with ISIS, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure does.
4: You know, that was what happened in, in Libya. And this was even worse than there. that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We left a lot more
0: behind. Well, you remember when we sold the uh, the guns to the uh, cartel, the Fast and Furious thing back under Biden? Oh, yeah. Bi- or not Biden, oh, but Obama, Obama. And they were going Well, they did it so they could track the weapons. Oh, my Lord.
1: I or,
4: mean, it's it,
0: right. stupid
4: <laughs> it's dummies. Yeah, it was, under, it was under Obama that weapons that were going to Libyan revolutionaries wound up in the hands of ISIS down in Syria. Yeah.
1: yeah. But you never heard that so, story much
4: yeah, so now this is the third time that we're seeing Obama's hand, because that's who I believe is pulling the string. Oh my gosh. Things. we know how
0: pro-Israeli he is. Yeah, not:
4: exactly. yeah, yeah. you know yeah. Let, so let, that's kind of where man, I'll tell you, we're in a mess. we're complicit yeah. in this. I'm not saying he yeah, has in you and I, um, you know, but the United States government is so complicit in everything that's happening, we're yeah. going to be judged on this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thanks for the call. Uh, you know, I remember during the Obama administration saying, yeah, let B.B. in the back door. I don't want him coming through the front. That
1: was disgusting. I mean, just, that was an embarrassing... I was I was not very proud of being an American that BB day. B.B. Netanyahu
0: yeah. is who I speak of, for those of you that don't know him on a first-name basis, like, like I do. Like you do, yeah. B.B.
1: Um, back to the homicide story. Yeah. If you're curious about the uh, the top 10 cities with the biggest homicide rates, mm-hmm. it starts with Seattle, Goes to Dallas, Kansas City, mm. Jacksonville, Florida, Baltimore, Maryland, Atlanta comes in at number five, mm-hmm. Milwaukee, number four, Detroit, number three, Memphis, number two. That's surprising. And number one,
0: Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. Setting the standard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right.
0: Mm. Well, it's a melting pot of a lot of people up there. <laughs> Most of them, it's a pot of not something. real citizens legally, anyways. What about that law enforcement again?
1: Currently. We have 47 degrees in Amherst, 46 in Salem and Roanoke, 45 degrees, 47 in Danville, 46 in Bedford and in Lynchburg. Well, no injuries were reported after a fire in Roanoke County this morning. Roanoke County Fire and Rescue said they responded at 301 uh, a.m. to the 4200 block of Garst Mill Road in the Cave Spring area. Uh, First arriving, crews from Station 3 found a large commercial building that is used by the Rebos Club of Roanoke. The fire was put out in about 40 minutes from the time of dispatch, but was completely engulfed and appears to be a total loss. Uh, The Roanoke County Fire Marshal's office uh, was on the scene to investigate the cause and provide a
0: damage estimate, which we don't have at this time. Okay we had the story in the first hour, Roanoke City Council approving uh, the concept for a two-hotel situation added to northeastern Roanoke. And that is on a 5.5-acre plot of land, Blue Hills Drive, to build these hotels. The location opportunity uh, was not originally available. Now it is. This provides additional uh, options for both tourists and visitors coming into Roanoke. Hopefully, uh, even people that may want to relocate to the city. It was part of the National Bank of Blacksburg. Uh, that's the particular area uh, that, that it is in. And uh, construction is expected to begin after uh, private developers are able to purchase the land, have to jump through a lot of hoops here. So, uh, you know, that stuff never happens super fast like it does in the movies. Right. No, <laughs> Plus, not. Donald Trump's not on the case.
1: An accident man learned his fate. Uh, Yesterday for the 2022 murder of a Martinsville man, Jacob Robertson, 25 years old, sentenced to 30 years in prison for the second-degree murder of Ray Durflinger. Hmm. The 30-year sentence was suspended for 15 years. However, Robertson received three years for his use of a firearm in the commission of a felony, bringing his sentence to 18 years in prison. Deputies say they found Durflinger in uh, Southland Drive. With a gunshot wound to his stomach, investigators believe it all started with an argument between the two men. Initially, he was uh, it was aggravated, malicious wounding, but he died from his injuries a month
0: after the shooting. Okay, We'll have Yvonne uh, Jansen, Betsy Ferguson, along with Matt here in just a little bit. Uh, they're running a little bit late. We're going to have them come in. We'll go to our break a little bit early so we can give them that last segment and talk about what they've been doing with Lynchburg's Finest, and of course, uh, maybe we can ask Matt, are we going to have a, you know, a really bad winter? Has the, you know, the, the Egyptian pyramid butterfly insect uh, given us any indications how our, our winter will be? You know, what is that bug that when there's a bunch of them out there, we know we're going to have a bad winter? Oh, maybe, the, the, willy the, the, worms. The, the, the willy worms. The willy worms of the beetle or something. No,
1: it's a, it's a the little fuzzy worm. And then he's got like the little black strip up down his middle.
0: Does the, what does the strip mean
1: i don't remember but i can look it up okay or somebody out there probably knows we've got listeners that know yeah they all that daddy stuff. used to tell me what the what the willy worm meant and i know he probably has a different name but that's what we called him um okay yeah so did you see He's the like uh,
0: the not as sexy groundhog of, <laughs> of winter i got you gotcha. uh did you see the protest in the um uh, the Capitol rotunda yesterday a bunch of uh, Israelis apparently showed up and huddled in the center and said, Israel, stop the fighting. Mm. Um, I'm not sure uh, this is an, a unique group that would uh, almost agree with, you know, that, that not would agree with what happened, but they're they they, they they're saying Israel stopped, you know, pounding the Gaza Strip for uh, what they did, which is interesting. I, 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 um, are they pro-Israeli still doing that? I don't It's not that everybody wants blood either, All right you know, but I, I think you have to have a measured response. Now, granted, they're pounding Gaza pretty hard, but yeah. they, they put out the warnings, say, "Look, get out of this area. this is coming down. this is This is what happens when you do a full-blown attack on us, And I think they understand most bullies understand punishment. And that's what they only understand. Right now, this goes much deeper than a bully scenario. I realize these are these young people, and this has been going on for generations. They want Israel to be fully not Israel, but the Jewish people fully I, uh, eliminated. I, I
1: put something for those of you who are friends with me on Facebook, like mm-hmm. with my, po- my my page. Right, I, uh, I I posted an article that a listener actually sent to me. Where this man explains it in the clearest terms that I've ever mm-hmm. seen. I mean, he talks about how uh, in 2005 Israel handed Gaza over on a silver platter—no mm-hmm. occupation, no Israeli presence, nothing, hundred percent theirs. Right. Um. So. And and goes on to say, in what world is it normal that a country provide water and electricity to its enemy when there's clear evidence that they're using the water pipes to create rockets to kill Israelis? Right. I mean, that's what a lot of people say. It's inhumane. Right. You take a look at the picture of those babies, and I'll tell you what's inhumane. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Says you're worried about electricity and water in Gaza? You can provide it. Don't want to? Keep your mouth shut. Mm Mm-hmm. And don't tell me they don't have anywhere to go. If you looked at a map, they have a border with Egypt. Let them take them if they care so much. They don't want them? Not my problem.
0: Yeah. I got you.
1: You're worried about a disproportionate response? Kindly tell me what that would look like. I mean, he's right. Yeah.
0: I got you. 841. I also
1: got your woolly worm colors.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Matt and the crew here, Uh, we'll get them situated during this break. Thanks for being here.
1: We'll see if he agrees.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably...
1: He, He might or he might not.
0: Yeah. He's probably seen and heard a lot being a meteorologist, meteorologist for a right. while.
1: Yeah.
2: The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network.
1: Lynchburg's Finest Real Estate isn't just a name, it's a title they live up to. Dual brokers Betsy Ferguson and Yvonne Jansen have 30 years of experience and are skilled professional brokers. You need to navigate the current housing market. When listing a home, staging is a necessity. Betsy and Yvonne's staging is complimentary. Their interior design expertise and extensive inventory turn ordinary spaces into homes buyers fall in love with. They've even earned the endorsement of Dave Ramsey. Are you ready to sell and buy? Find out more at lynchburgsfinest.com.
4: Oh, you gonna take me home tonight Oh, down beside that red firelight Oh,
2: you gonna let it all hang out The Morning Jam
4: You make the rockin'
0: world go round It is 8... Forty six now. It's a
1: dangerous song to play with three women in the studio. Well, I, well, <laughs> we, didn't,
0: we didn't we were we were careful it was the edited version.
2: That's right. That's
0: right. <laughs> right now joining us in the studio, Yvonne Jansen, Betsy, and Matt Ferguson. Hello, people.
2: Good morning.
5: Good morning. Good morning. Of course
0: you hear Matt on the air all the time. He's our staff meteorologist and uh
1: everybody and loving it. I well and they love you. They just love you.
0: Apparently, the people in the building you went to thinking it was ours love you they and want you back you on well. TV. <laughs>
5: hey, we made a little mistake this morning where we were at the wrong building, right. but now we found you. So yeah. We're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I
1: want to ask Betsy when was the last time you went out to dinner
2: and actually were undisturbed? oh my gosh i'm gonna be honest i don't remember right i know i'm sure <laughs> everybody recognizes him but he's always so kind know, and you know sweet. just takes his time to make people feel like they're an old friend it's kind of like your business absolutely we do our clients are just like our friends yeah
0: so let's good. talk about lynchburg's finest i mean how long have you guys been in existence and and give us what's the latest and the greatest
2: so, I have been selling here locally in Lynchburg for 15 years, and Yvonne actually has been selling for just as long, but she mm-hmm. came from Northern Virginia, so she's got a great background as well.
3: Okay. Yeah, I came out here from Northern Virginia and just fell in love with the location, and uh, I noticed Betsy and Matt all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just was like they were just doing great so eventually through friends i met betsy and betsy goes we got to get together Oh, this yeah. is incredible and we are we're doing it we're doing a great job and isn't having it fun isn't it funny how
1: life no oh, i don't think it's funny I, I think things happen for a reason but how how things kind of line up oh, and yeah. work out that Absolutely.
2: way yeah. yeah for sure it's it's hard to meet somebody who is at the level you're at in business mm-hmm. and who thinks creatively the way you do and I've really met that in Yvonne, and she just has the same mindset that we do when it comes to serving people in our local community and doing it with excellence.
1: Well, Um, I will tell you, the home selling, the home buying process is stressful. It it is. is. And so you need people on your team that Absolutely. are going to help alleviate that Absolutely. stress.
2: Absolutely, it is true. up there with you know the top stressful things in life. And um, moving is not easy, and no. especially when you throw in kids and mm-hmm. family, or if you know maybe an aging parent. And right. it's we help a lot of elderly people as right. well. Who it's it's time for them to really pack up their home that they they may have been there for thirty or forty years.
5: Yeah. Most it's expensive
2: investment. Yeah, yeah, and and really just helping walk them through that. And honestly, sometimes we have to start as early as a year ahead True. for some of these We've, people. Right mm-hmm. now uh, we have a client right now. We've been working with her for a year, and we're finally, uh, should be by the end of this year, getting her home on the market. Wow. What is
1: the biggest challenge? I'll direct this to you. What sure. is the biggest challenge when you have um, a, a couple or maybe a widow or a widower mm-hmm. who is faced with downsizing, I guess we would yes. call it? Um what is the the hardest thing for that client?
3: You know the hardest thing is for them to let go of their emotional attachment of the items in their in their home and helping them get through it. So you have to be really patient. So we bring in and a team of people. Yeah. And one of the ones we have <clears throat> is an estate um, owner, and she'll come in, and she's kind and wonderful, and she helps walk them through as well. So we bring in a good team of people as far as construction um, vendors that the house needs to get ready, and we hand we handle them with time and kindness, and we're there for them. So they because just want Because to, to them, tell it's story. not stuff;
1: it's, it's not. memories. It is it memories,
2: is. and and you know, this one client in particular, there's a lot of things that will sell in an estate sale, but there are things that she's been in ministry and just loves to give to people for years. So Monday this week, we went over to her house. (laughs) Uh, She's already at the retirement facility and we went up into her attic. Uh, Yvonne brought her son, Colin to help us. We filled my SUV. We filled Yvonne's truck truck. full of poinsettias. There had to be at least a hundred or more. And she wanted to donate these to the retirement facility in Bedford to use for part of their holiday and Christmas decoration. Mm. Which is a big deal for them. We were sensitive to that. And she needed somebody to to help make that donation. Mm. And it makes her feel good about letting go yes you brought
3: up a good point she was at a stress so i was talking to her over the weekend she was so stressed out and that was one of them i got to get these donations out they're going to use them for the holidays Mm -hmm. and the other thing was to get her personal items her bibles her dvds so we're going to take her today and she's going to go through the home before the estate sale starts and right then boom we knocked out two of her big stress levels yeah and so it's just hearing them and being available so you said sometimes this process will take as long as a as a year. Yes, right. it can.
1: That's mm-hmm. why people need to reach out. Absolutely. And not exactly. yeah. So and if we, you have an aging parent that's right. or it, and, and you're trying to decide how to do this mm-hmm. lovingly and and in a way that's not going to be more stressful. Right. Yeah. So even the even the children could reach out to you. Absolutely. Maybe maybe that's the first phone call.
2: Definitely. And we, we're we just sensitive. We understand that it's a very challenging and emotional time for people. Um, but when you start early, it does alleviate the stress. It, it does. does take the pressure off. And then we can guide them and say, you know, this is where you should spend your money in getting your home fixed up you know do these repairs mm-hmm. do these repairs but so many times people don't know where to start they don't know what to do and sometimes they end up spending money that's not necessary but they don't have to spend yeah, because right. it's not you're not going to get that money oh, yeah. back
5: and, and one thing yesterday that we mm-hmm. uh we had a phone call and it was a couple that live in richmond who actually inherited a house here in lynchburg and they're like what are we to do with it how do we get it sold mm-hmm. and so we're able to come in and Take care of it for them and and with... they don't have to stress about
2: that yeah Absolutely. get them in touch with great vendors people that we know that we trust now one of the things that you all uh,
1: do is and that you have in your arsenal it's my understanding is that you have a lot of things on hand that you can Mm -hmm. stage a home.
2: We do, we have invested heavily. Yvonne, tell them how much we have. It's it's, it's two garage fulls.
3: It's almost, I would say, about $20,000 worth of inventory, and Betsy's got some more items as well. But we actually did purposely go out and hunt new items along with vintage items, and we traveled because we were trying to get items that would appeal to people coming into properties so it's not just it just looks like it's coming from one location or one brand or one store so what we do we create a mood when people come in there's focus points when they walk into the room Betsy is fabulous oh exactly and Betsy knows how to use space being an interior designer from LU she's just so fabulous with all that she comes in a room knows how to stage it and then I bring in the details and the little can I talk to you later maybe come to my house yes Um, she's awesome just amazing that way so yeah just because we've all
1: shopped for homes and we've walked in and i've literally walked in a home and walked out of a home almost immediately because i felt so claustrophobic Mm -hmm. because some people will just put so much stuff in a room
2: well and it's a turnoff and not every agent is a listing agent janet Okay. You know, being a listing agent is very different than working with buyers. True. You really have to understand how to get a home ready before you ever think about putting it on the market and getting it in the MLS. And that is really our expertise. And what that does for our sellers is it yields them the maximum amount True. for their home that okay. that the market is is yielding at that time. Yeah.
0: Tell us what it means to be a broker. And also, you use the word creative, and you guys have given all kinds of creative ideas here already. But let's talk about creative because of the way the interest rates are, which has affected the market. So those are two questions. Absolutely. Um, uh, Go ahead. Either one of you tackle that one.
2: Yeah. So we both have our broker's license. Uh, We obtained, I think we both have had our, for almost a decade, and that is, it is a process. You have to have worked so many years full-time in real estate, and it is a lot of education, um, and then there's an exam, and really what it does is it makes us the expert when it comes to contracts and negotiations, both for our sellers and our buyers. There are our contracts are written by attorneys in Virginia, but there's a lot of pieces that if you're not aware of, for example, um, a lot of people don't know that if your home is more than 40 years old and you're on a septic Mm -hmm. your your drainage box could be failing and so a lot of agents could totally miss the fact that if you're representing a buyer that's an inspection that you need to highly advise that Mm -hmm. they go ahead and add on shut everything down because that's additional that's outside of a regular home inspection so it's all those little things that can add up to the big things Mm
3: -hmm. and what's also interesting betsy brought up she and people don't realize that even though you're on a public sewer yes still get that inspected Mm.
2: Yes, because sure. you're responsible mm-hmm. for the line from your house to the street. Yes. People and don't, realize so even yep. don't realize many older that. historic well, homes in Lynchburg. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that
1: because, especially if you have a home that's an older home, yes. but you've got a lot of new construction around you. Mm-hmm that can impact a lot of different things Absolutely. that you don't, that you're just not aware of. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean, getting a company like roto to come out there with a camera, look at those pipes, make sure that um, it, it's not collapsing, that there aren't roots in there mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, no one wants septic problems. No. That's right. not a fun mm-hmm. thing to wake thing up to.
1: Yeah. So interest rates,
0: real quick, because I know that's. Yeah,
2: they're about Mm 7.6% this morning. So um, they're not the highest they've been. They have come down a little bit, but we are navigating through it. And what we're seeing right now is buyers have more. just ability to negotiate. Whether that be getting to take the time through their home inspection period, being able to ask for some closing costs, or even asking the seller to pay a percentage to buy down their mortgage rate, so mm-hmm. they can at least soften that for the next year or two. Because we do anticipate within the next 12 to 24 months for rates to soften and right. come down to a more uh, reasonable market. And and that's really usually somewhere between five and a half and six and a half percent.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's helpful because we we only get to cover the news when they have those meetings and we are all shaking in our boots over here and <laughs> especially yeah yeah so, they're going up.
2: What's interesting right now is the market. The homes that are priced correctly mm-hmm. and the condition matches the price, they're moving beautifully. Those average day on market is about thirty days. Okay. I pulled the stats this morning and the ones that are sitting which means your price and condition don't match. That's why you're not you're not selling. That is a 70 day average day on market. Uh-huh. So it's more than double. So there's a lot of sellers that haven't woken up to the fact that this isn't the same market that it was a year ago absolutely not and they need to pivot early and the there's so many they're not even reducing their price um but their condition they they also need an agent who can guide to help them really maximize that um because if the condition is not there, whether it be through staging, um, you know, light repairs, buyers are smart. Yeah, they are not going to pay you top dollar mm-hmm. for that and then have to turn around and find the money to do those repairs or home renovations themselves. Wait. They right. don't have it anymore. Right. We'll
0: all right, we got about a minute and a half here, and, and I've got a question from a listener too. So. Okay, go ahead and ask yes. that. all right, we uh, got to get the Matt thing in here real quick. A
1: question for our listener said, "Who's uh, uh, ready to hire them?" Ask him if they'd be willing to clean out Mark's garage, even Stop. though he's not dead <laughs> or moving Stop. yet. And I'd that like that wife? done in a weekend, please.
5: <laughs> hey, we've done a lot of stuff over the years, so <laughs> I have no idea the stuff we've done. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. All right, Matt, give us I'll real have quick. We had that people.
0: wormy thing. That was my wife, obviously. Uh, that wormy thing. Apparently,
5: the willy worm's saying we're gonna have a warm winter. Yes. Well, you know what? I, and, I, and I, when I'm out walking the dog, I've noticed that there's some that are a lot of black on them. That means a cold winter and some that uh, have a lot of orange on them. So that means a milder winter. So um, I've seen a little bit of a mix, but what we do have going on this winter is the El Nino, which will feed up a lot of moisture from the Gulf of Mexico. We'll begin to see those lows develop in Texas, move along the Gulf Coast, come up through uh, Atlanta and then up through our region. And if we have enough cold air in place, we could be talking about Above normal snowfall totals. That would be okay. over 15 inches for wow. Lynchburg. I wow, would love with that. that. Note, I'm not
1: going to lie.
5: Winter Wonderland. Yeah. Make today awesome.
1: And <laughs> go to lynchburgsfinest.com if you want more information.